righty, show us your tips, Daggy and Beaver, with you for a Saturday preview. We've got two two big cards from Flemington and Rose Hill to get stuck into. How are you, Beaver? Very well, thanks, Adrian. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Just plugging along, ready for the weekend. Beautiful weather now, so. Yes, beautiful weather, bright uh, sunny day here in Sydney town, and um, hopefully a good track. Um, in Sydney, I might get to a decent track and a little bit, there's been a bit of rain around Flemington, so mm. uh, soft conditions at the moment, but fine, track might improve and get the better side of that. Yeah, I think we'll get to just a bit, well, I guess dead in the old, but uh, a bit better than soft. Uh, the rail moves to the nine, we'll kick off Flemington where the rail moves to the nine metre position uh, and have served up a pretty, pretty juicy card to get stuck into here. What do you think of this one? Yeah, really, really impressed by the card. I think there's some great races here. Um, yeah, really keen. Much, much better prop betting proposition than the Sydney uh, card. But uh, all in all, I'm excited by some of the horses that are now leading into this Flemington Carnival and getting up into some of the Cups races as well. Yeah, well, we're on the, the final road to the Cups and we see, get to see the two internationals step out a bit later too. So that's exciting. But we're going to kick off with a benchmark 78 up the straight, 1,200 metres, and I'll let you kick off. Yeah, well, with Eddie N likely to come out here because it is still in, in tonight. Um, tonight and scratched. Um, Where it should win tonight, by the way. A good point of, yeah, at Mooney Valley. So it will come out. I think that means that uh, Buse gets, uh, gets his best chance here to break through um, at Flemington. Um, and in the city here, uh, drawn nicely in this form of late has been ultra consistent, uh, did like the last start second, and um, I think it gets the right draw here to be hardest to beat. Main danger, Boldino. I think Boldino can run a, a really strong race here, like the way it let down last start. Uh, I'll certainly be saving on it and think it uh, could be the main danger. I'm going to go with one at a price here to start the day, at each way price in Super Arti. Uh, I like the resumption at Mooney Valley chasing... Najim Sahail, who was flying at the time, and then came up to Sydney uh, over 1,400 metres and just ran out of gas a bit there, but was only a length off the finish. Freshened up back to the straight and gets Mickey D, and it's 20 to 1. So start with an each-way play on that. Um, and I also didn't mind the jump outs to Stormbolt, who put together a couple of nice wins fresh last time. I'm going to play those two at a bit of value to start the day, uh, and... Probably will be annoyed if Buse just uh, pulls out and pisses in, but uh, just looking for a bit of a price to start the day. I think that's going to be the theme of the afternoon. The second is the Maribyrnong Trial, the baby step out for the first time up the 1,000 metre straight in Melbourne. Uh, who have you found here? Oh, look, this is pretty hard um, to get a line on here. Uh, I think, you know, the way that the blue colours are going when they're when their two year olds are in the market and well fancied, I think they're hard to 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 not go with. Um, this looks like a horse that is uh, ready to go and, and run well um, at its first race start. So I did have it on top um, and I thought uh, the number four centre square um, might be one of the main dangers here. But uh, blue colours on top for me when they have these two year olds up and going. Yeah, ploughed around a jump out up the straight there. Um, I don't necessarily have an opinion, but Bodyguard did trial alongside Espionage, who you found last week and was well back last week to win in Sydney. So uh, maybe a lead that they've brought that straight to Melbourne, but uh, no firm opinion in the second. 
The third is yeah, a one point six million dollar yeah, course. There's by the some, way. has uh, to be some intent there, you'd think. You would think so. Uh, the third is the superimposed stakes eighteen hundred meters listed race lead up to the Derby here. And uh, I'm gonna stick with the Waterhouse runner here, Ambassadorial. I thought it uh, perhaps went a little bit too slow up front last time out. It was still good uh, in that Flemington lead up. Uh, and was in the on the inside there, which was complete quicksand. They were coming down right down the outside fence. By the end of the day, it's still ten bucks, and I'm going to back it. It uh, is on top. Am I scared of Riff Rocket? Yes. Uh, J Mac and Waller are in town for the rest of this card, and that's a scary proposition because uh, he's got conservatively about a hundred yards on some of these jockeys. And uh, I think there are the two chances here. I think there's a long tail, and uh, some of these will be running around in benchmark fifties in Morfordville in the next six months. So. Uh, two clear hopes for me, Eva. Yeah, I, I've stuck with Riff Rocket, given that it's uh, coming from Sydney with Sydney form. And I think the horse that uh, it's been chasing um, in Snowman has packed with potential here. It gets the right draw. Um, so I've got it on top. I think it's going to be hardest to beat. I do like Rip Raw as well. Um, so I'll be playing around both of those. I think... Uh, Liked its last start win, uh, was a short price favourite, um, but one with something in hand, I feel. And I think it'll only be improved by that. And the further they go, the more it will be improved. So certainly um, not going to let that one under my guard. Excellent. The fourth is the Edward Manifold Stakes, group two over the mile for the three-year-old Phillies. Anything caught your attention? Yeah, probably probably the hardest race on the day, um, if you ask me, um, really hard to get a guide on this. I've gone for um, number 10, Connasana, um, the Walla mcdonald uh, combination at $15. I think it can run um, a really good race here. Um, was that also in tonight? Disappointed. Yeah, it was. Um, but I haven't seen if it's no, that's starting. Okay. Carry on. Sorry, um, I'll, I'll have a look. Have a look for me. Um, I think it was favourite in, in tonight's race, so it might not yeah. start here. I think it's... Is it still in? Uh, let me find it. I think if it starts here, still in um, even tonight. Chance. Still in. Okay, as, so as that's probably not going to. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, so it's probably not going to start here. But I would have thought it was a huge chance. So again, another one for for this evening. I thought the main danger might be the top weight. Uh, top weight into Sonic Boom. Um, it's been ultra consistent of late. Uh, gets back in its races, now gets out to the 1600, which I think will suit down the middle of the track here. Has the, the Friedman combination um, around $7 at the moment might be the other one if the 10 is scratched. Cool. The Once we get out, once these fillies start getting out past a mile, anything happens. Um, some of these start either growing legs or falling off a cliff, and, unless there's a standout and there isn't this, this season. Uh, I'm going to go with the blue colours. He's uh, Doze. He should have won last start. It was 20s, but it should have won at Sandown last week. Uh, absolute uh, no luck at all and spat out the back. Uh, gets Might get the same problem from gate one here, but if it gets even luck for Chad, uh, I think the $12 looks pretty good to me on the quick backup from Nodachi, who was pretty good in that um, race against Griff. Uh, hit the line quite early and uh, just couldn't fight off the couple of boys chasing it down, but it's 9 bucks as well. I'll play around both of them. And I do think a horse like Sub Rising can jump out of the ground. I think a mile is right up its alley here. Uh, but they're the, the two main ones. Uh, terrified of just Sonic Boom. I think it's come back in really good order and uh, is bursting to win a race. So this tomorrow might be its day. 
Uh, but another another case of looking for a bit of value on the card. The fifth is the 1,100-meter Danehill Stakes uh, Group 2 for the three-year-old up the straight. And Barber's come out. We Are you sticking with your, your one of your favorite stables there in the Kennewell team? Not one of my favorite stables, to be honest. Um, generally, when they've got a good horse, someone takes it off them. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. I, I, I found this just a really open race. I've actually gone for the nine in Stretton Angel. Okay. Um, I really liked the last start, first start run. Um, I did like st the Stokes stable, and it was behind She's All Shenanigans. I think that was a great run. This come from early last. Um in the run and flew home to just miss uh, the 1100 of suit. Hopefully the pace is on. And I think uh, the gate allows it to get to the outside and uh, down the middle of the track and maybe the one that they have to hold off in the last hundred. Yeah, no, good call. I, I'm going to stick with the horse that beat the favorite homie, Archo Nacho. I thought uh, hit the, again, another one hit the lead quite early, but fought it off well enough. Uh, and it's a horse I've always had an opinion of, so I'm yeah. just going to stick solid. I think you're going to get a price about it too, because with all the spruik I've seen in the last 48 hours, I think I am in stoppable starts shorter, and you'll be able to back the other two uh, and get a bit of value. So I'm going to go Archo Nacho from Stratton Angel just to be against the market here. And uh, look, I keep getting stuck back with Cigar Flick, but now we haven't seen it for long enough. Maybe it's time to accept that um, I don't want anything to do with it. So four from nine for me. 1,400-metre Rose, Rose of Kingston Stakes is up next. Uh, and by all logic here, Princess Grace should win this race. Uh, it did open $1.50. Start, it's starting to be on drift now. I think you get better because I think that was a ridiculous price to start with. But it uh, does bring what, what is the A-grade form there, Mr. Brightside. Not far off it on a couple of occasions. Uh, back to the inside both times there. Gets J-Mac, gets a lovely run. And there's not a great deal of opposition. I thought the Kiwi was the main danger skew with. Uh, she'll make the favourite earn it. Coming off a Group 1 win over the ditch. And Waltz on Bio run better than that first up run. Um, that wasn't a bad run. Got just slow out and uh, got through the line pretty well. But this is, um, isn't the strongest affair by any means. If you can get around a dollar $1.80, I think that's fair enough for the favourite. Uh, what do you reckon, Beaver? Yeah, you got nothing really more to add there. Um... You know, it's a bit like um, the fangirl form behind Animo last year when Animo was out. Um, it won. Again, Princess Grace ran a close second to fangirl um, and then backed it up with two great runs behind probably the horse that's almost going the best in the country at the moment, he missed the bright side. Um, so, you know, based on that, that's why it's $1.65. And based on if it runs up to anywhere near that, uh, puts lengths on these. Um, yeah. Again, probably, probably the dollar fifty is based on form compared to some of these horses that uh, haven't done a lot in uh, lesser company. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly right. And it'll win this, and then get another one that you look, you long can go and buy for about five mil. But anyway, we've got um, the quaddy kicking off with the Le the Lexus Bart Cummings for a ticket into the Melbourne Cup Group Three race. For the stayers, over 2,520 metres. Uh, I, I pinned, I've pinned my mast to, I guess my flag to the mast, however the frame go, phrase goes, to this favourite six months ago. So I'm going to stick with it on top. 
uh, with First Immortal. Uh, that was an arrogant win last time out, carrying 63. It drops nine kilos here uh, for Daniel Stackhouse, and he has to find a place in the running line. I think it's going to keep going. He's a big step up in grade, so I don't think it's um, by any means immoral. Uh, and it's, to be honest, getting a little bit short right now. The only bet I've already had in this race, uh, and I've only had three already so far, is Shea. Uh, it started $2.50 favourite in the lead-up, pulled up lame, and was still only mm. two lengths off the finish there. It opened 20s. I, I got 19 bucks. Five, five lengths. Five, five oh, lengths. five lengths. So it was, but it, was, it wasn't far from the finish uh, after starting favourite no. and pulling up lame. Gets a nice run, and as I said, I've backed it at 19 bucks at the moment. So I'm pretty cosy with it. Uh, they're the main two for me. Interpretation probably has to improve of last time. Uh, and you'd want to see something more from Goldman this run-in. It's been okay. It's two runs back, Beaver, but what do you reckon? Yeah, interesting race. I think let's start with the favourite. I think I think the price is pretty, pretty reasonable um, given the field. I don't think there's a lot of depth to this field, um, a lot of these horses. You go back to... Last run, as you said, that was pretty arrogant. Could have won by by further there. Over the 2,000 was 63. Obviously, the step up now. But look, by all accounts, um, we'll, we'll enjoy that step up. Assuming Caulfield Cup there, Melbourne Cup? I think so. Is that is that yeah, the plan? So. Or do you think? Yeah. I um, feel like it's a so better chance in a Caulfield Cup, a perfect Caulfield Cup horse rather than a Melbourne Cup chance, but... Yeah, it'll be interesting over the 2,500, you'll see. I, I was probably thinking, you know, if it handles this, Melbourne Cup might be the go. Mm. But I think I've got it on top. There was just a lot to like. It's got gate 18, not the best draw, um, but these days races, they can find, find a posse up. Um, and again, uh, with half luck and running, um, hard to beat. Goldman, um, D-Day, as you said, um, First two runs have been a little bit. The first up, obviously, the 1600 was six lengths off and as expected. Um, last run was a better run, although I was a bit surprised that, you know, with where it wasn't running, it folded up a little bit like it did. Yeah. I thought it would um, probably stick on a little bit better to that for a horse that was going further, but maybe the other horses were a bit too brilliant and maybe that, you know, it's, it's underdone was underdone then so um 59 waited up to its best but yeah you'd want to see something here i think i'll say i think, I think with there. geordie child's going uh well sticking in gate two i think it's going to lead so you know where it's going to be and yes. i think the stable mate's going to ride shotgun so so luke is just going to camp and protect it outside lead there yeah so up to, yeah. i think they'll think it's go time tomorrow I think it's go time tomorrow for sure. That's what that's that's my point. So I think yeah, you'd want to if if it runs well in this, um, it probably shortens in the Melbourne Cup market quite significantly. Um, but if it doesn't, then you can probably pan it for the cup. Uh, so I think that will uh, tell you a lot there. As I said, the rest of the field, I just don't know where they're going and what they're doing. Except for you're right with Shaya. You know, two starts back. That was a that was a. Had a bit of brilliance about it that win. Um, let down and put five lengths on them really quickly. Um, did have its issues last start, so I wouldn't be putting a line through it as you said, and um, not not a silly bet at ten dollars. The other one that um, oh, I guess when you get your quaddy to have a think about, I think it's future history, who's just going to be right there on the back of those Waterhouse runners, uh, and comes through a different form line. 
and is a big price horse here. I think that's the only uh, only other one I'd give thought to really in this race. The eighth is the two thousand meter Turnbull Turnbull Stakes uh, Wait for Age Group One, and we see the Cox Plate favourite step out the the star from Hong Kong Romantic Warrior with J Mac on top, and we also get to see one of the European horses. West Wind Blows pop up here, Beaver. Uh, are there any challenges to either of them? Well, I'm super keen to watch Romantic Warrior. Um, this is exciting um, to have a horse like this here. First start here in the Turnbull. Um, should be putting play to these. Also, Panko's second favourite at 6.50, I was a bit surprised with. Um, I think Solcrum at 8.50 is a, a, a real danger here. Um, it didn't have a lot of luck last start and uh, flashed, flashed late and was probably one of the better runs in the race, uh, eaten without a fight. Um, clearly good runs in that race. So I think it's the main danger. Gold Trip was good on Kinder Sea Gold Trip and Kinder Sea Francesco Gardia um, run. Um, you know, Waller is uh, super keen on, on Francesco to win the Caulfield Cup. So those horses will want to be doing some of their best work. West Wind blows. Um, yeah. Uh, this is an exciting horse as well. Um, interestingly, I've seen it's come out of the Melbourne Cup and shortened quite significantly in the Corfu Cup well, in the markets, um, which I was surprised about. I thought uh, it would be here for the, the Melbourne Cup as well, but it hasn't won over uh, for anything further than 2,200. Um, interestingly enough, so it doesn't look like they're taking it to the Melbourne Cup. So the target is definitely the Corfu Cup. So I suspect it will be doing its best work late here. So this would be a good guide for the Corfield Cup. I don't think they'll be beating Romantic Warrior, but keen to watch uh, West Wind Blows, Solcom, Gold Trip and Gardi, Francesco Gardi, um, see how they're finishing off. I'm not tipping against Romantic Warrior, but the only bet I'd entertain is at the current price is West Wind Blows. I think the European forms A-grade stuff and the A-grade the European stays always stack up. Uh, and... Yep. I want to see it, you know, how often do they come and win this race or win one of the similar races early in this carnival? Uh, and at eight bucks, yeah. it uh, is going to be on top from me. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Romantic Warrior bolts in. I wouldn't be surprised if the other one runs it down. Uh, I do love a bubble bursting if people haven't noticed. Uh, but we'll wait and see. Uh, it could be a star and, and probably is. Solcom is flying, as you mentioned. And I thought Gold Trip's resumption was very good as well. You've covered all of that. Very well, Beaver. That's why I keep you around. So... Uh, maybe 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 you should be looking for West Wind Blows as Caulfield Cup mate because if it if it blows if it wins beats Romantic Warrior here it'll be four dollars. Is it the only one? Uh, you'd know futures better than me. Um, is there an international in there? Here we go. Have a quick look. Solcom six dollar favourite without a fight. Uh, break up West Wind Blows. Akita Sushi. I don't know. I assume that's a Japanese horse. That's the Japanese horse they're bringing. Okay, it'll probably lap them then. Uh, okay, we'll get into that. Uh, what two weeks we got to the Caulfield Cup, so we'll definitely know more after Saturday. The ninth is a 1200 meter Gilguy Stakes up the straight, another group race. I I struggle to split these top two Star Patrol and Jigsaw, they're both pretty bulletproof. Uh, Star Patrol was good first up, got a little bit lost late there, but held on and won. Uh, Jigsaw was flying last prep, the jump outs are what you'd expect. Uh, both are going to be on pace, and I don't think there's any other any else in this race that's going to beat those two. Given one's three times the price, I'm, I might 
I guess I'll tip Jigsaw on top because I don't think it should be far enough, as far apart as they are. You're probably going to declare Star Patrol tomorrow, though, aren't you? I'm not going to declare it tomorrow, but it is a horse that I said would be hard to beat first up. And um, it, it's got a lot of potential. Um, it was very good when last in work. Uh, didn't have a lot of luck in some of those races. Um, down the straight, it's uh, can't get into too much trouble there. Has great form at this track. Uh, track and distance goes well. And second up goes well. Um, and with a bit of sting out the ground, it won't hurt either. So I've got it on top. Gate 11's perfect. Yeah, I think you're right. Jigsaw is the main danger. It was outstanding when last didn't work. I was just a bit, un- goes flies first up. Um, only had the one start at the track. Mm. And i just a bit concerned that it might be better around the bend. There is that. Um, you might be right, yeah. Um, just from that perspective. And the 1,200, I would have thought, um, well, it's one over 1,200. Uh, I think it's best best distance is 1,100. So first up over 1,200 was just my other concern when the other horse is up and going. So I've got it Star Patrol on top to beat Jigsaw. Beautiful. And we're going to finish with the listed Paris Lane Stakes over 1,400 metres. Uh, there was an automatic bet here when the market opened and all the dangers have come out, and that's Tamerlane. Uh, if it pops up here, it's going to roll the front. It's going to lead, uh, led first up 1,400 metres in Sydney and wasn't bad, uh, and comes here gets control, uh, always a place to be in Melbourne races where no one else wants to put any pace on. If you're getting four bucks, don't think just bet. Responsibly, of course. Uh, it's on top from Not An Option, who improved second up, and Von Hawk, who has plenty of upside. Uh, nice enough win resuming. Over to you. Yeah. Um, the main one to come out and uh, didn't. I thought it was uh, not a bad run first up uh, after a bit of a spell, Tamar Lane. Um, let up and and just faded there. Probably goes forward again here. Um, lead, you think? Yes. Again? Yeah. I thought it um, I thought it would, and I think it's hard to beat. The other one, the one I did um, think was a danger was Von Hawk. Yes. Um, uh, at about $11. Um, I think that's uh, got a bit of value about it, so I'd be chopping out on it. And the other danger being Charterhouse. Nice run first up. And I think it can show some improvement here after the 1400 with a bit of fitness under its belt. Awesome. For progroupracing.com.au, do you want to give us your quality numbers? I certainly do. Uh, starting in first leg, race seven, in no particular order, I've gone number 18, first immortal, number two, Goldman, number four, Serpentine, number 19, Sheha. And number 20, United Nations. In the second leg, I've gone, which is race eight, number one, Romantic Warrior, number five, West Wind Blows, and number 11, Sulcum. In the third leg, I've gone number one, Jigsaw, number two, Star Patrol, and number seven, Zatori. And to finish off the day, I've gone number five, Tamerlane, number four, Charter House, number 13, The Fortune Teller, and number 16, Von Hawk. Lovely. What's your best in value on Turnbull Stakes Day? Yeah, my best bet 
on Turnbull Stakes Day is race eight, number one, Romantic Warrior. And my value bet is race five, number nine, Stretton Angel. Beautiful. I'm going to make my best in the last race 10. That'll be uh, number five, as I just clicked off the thing. Number five, I think it is Tamerlane. And my value, I'm going to make race one, number four, Super Razzi, and race three, number three, Ambassadorial. I think both run well at a price. Let's get to Rose Hill, where some of these races aren't as deep. The rail moves to the true soft track, which will be good. Apparently there's some rain, a little bit of rain coming this Arvo, but doesn't look like it where I am. And uh, we're going to kick off with the highway over 1,500 metres. Uh, one of the trickier highways the last few months. Uh, yeah, could you find anything here? Mate, um, tricky race. Um, I, was, I wasn't overly keen on anything other than, you know, if you look at the, the recent form, Atmospheric Rock, um, there's a reason why it's favourite. And that was, a, that was a pretty good run last start. It's uh, a couple more bounds, probably wins that. Um, and I think here sets up nights in gate eight. I'm not sure if the one will start in this because I think it was also nominated for Canberra today, maybe. Um, okay. So it might come out. I think I think if that's the case, then the 11 will shorten in the market and be super hard to beat. I The only horse I could really make a case for um, from the brief time I spent on this is uh, Chase My Crown, who... Uh, comes back from proper Metro stuff. We've seen that be successful last um, well, last few months, but does have to carry Jet Stanley. So, yeah, it was a bit uh, – that turned me off a little bit. Tricky race. Uh, I'll just watch on. The second is a 1,400-metre midway, as usual. It's a benchmark 72. Uh, and I think there's two chances here. Uh, the market's found them. Peace Officer, nice enough win. Nash had to uh, – did get everything going for it and still in the uh, – just got home, but uh, gets a similar run here. Uh, peace officer, that is. And uh, will be hardest to beat from Felix Majestic, who won, won well in the rain at Rose Hill last time out. But I think that form will translate a right to a race like this. Sat in this next best, Beaver. What do you reckon? Just to confirm, Chase My Crown was tarry today and it's been scratched. So okay. we'll start in that midway in the first. Cool. Um, I've gone Felix Majestic. I've uh, Going for it, uh, I think it's got the, the better barrier draw. Uh, Peace Officer's out in 16. It's going to need uh, a lot of luck here. Um, and for that reason, I did like also, as you noted, Felix Majestic. Um, that was a good win last start. Mm-hmm. Uh it up nicely and uh, won, won well. Um, so I think it can back that up uh, third up. I like third up horses and uh, it's got enough fitness edge. It's going to be hard to beat. Beautiful. The third is the 2,000-metre AC Securities Benchmark 88. An average race, I when I did the form, I just went straight away from the lead-up, which left me with Pia Rossa on top. Then I looked at the market, and it was favourite, and I felt a little bit sick. And I don't have much more to add than that. Uh, I think it's on top. I think it's a little bit short. I think if it's going to get beat, it's probably by Mission Phoenix, who was has been good last, last start, gets the lead. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Anything for me? Yeah, I looked at this third and felt a little bit sick um, even before I looked at prices. If I had to pick something, I'd go for number four, Gan Terrain. Um, uh, showing uh, some natural improvement. Two starts back was uh, 
few lengths behind just fine. We know how good it is going. And then um, we're in a nice race, you know, behind around some of these horses last start. So maybe it's turn tomorrow. Beauty. The fourth is an 1100 meter benchmark 78. What do you like here? Uh, I like Extravagant Star. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat. Again, it was a dual acceptor. Um, so if it starts in this, I think it'll be super hard to beat. Um, good first up, better second up, and I think it will continue to improve here. Uh, I think it's a great chance. Uh, obvious one to beat. I like the resumption of Mabel. I thought that was really good first up uh, behind Wave Rider Boy. Uh, it gets a nice cosy run from gate one. Uh, does need Kieran to extract it from there, but uh, it went up 12 bucks, and I thought that was over the odds. Uh, probably similar to right price now. Extravagant star every possible last time, but did win well, and that was a proper Saturday race, which a lot of these don't have the form with. And I think biographer is over the odds. Uh, had to sit outside lead at Canterbury last time out. I know the horse that beat it there is here, uh, but at 20s, I think it gets a better run here, and I think this sets up slightly better. Uh, as the next best. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. The fifth is a 1,200-metre Roman console stakes, the group two for the three-year-olds, and geez, Osmosis was impressive first up, uh, covered a bit of ground, ran away, comes to a race that um, it can sit where it wants and run away from them again. I don't think there's... The only danger to it, to be honest, is the one that started shorter than the lead-up Royal Tribute um, because it might be better for the fitness run, but I don't think it can turn the tables. Do you? I don't think so. I'm curious. Uh, I'm confused at the price, two fifty. Mm. I mean, it started. It was. It was in early markets last start. It was odds on. Got out to an unbelievable price, um, three dollars, and they backed Royal Tribute and put pay to it as it had done previously. So I, I still find it hard to see it turning the tables on osmosis. Um, the other horses, uh, I know Celestial Legend obviously ran second to it last start at 1.2. Just can't see those horses turning the tables, got the right draw. Um, and I think it'll be further improved. It just seems a horse going places on top for me. Um, yeah, I'm keen. Excellent. The 1400 metre tap Craig is up next. Uh, $500 thousand dollar race for the three-year-olds and we might have a similar story to tell here is any going to be this favorite i wouldn't have thought so the lead-up form here is outstanding took a while to get get breakthrough um uh, two starts back and that was a very good win and there was a lot to like about last start only just got nutted by militarized who was outstanding um on the line there uh if it runs anywhere near the its form of last two runs uh it's good night, Irene. Here, they won't be getting close to it. Yep, agree. This that they crossed the line with, uh, well, two horses that if you said they're the two best three year olds in the country, I wouldn't argue with you. And it's now here in a midweek race. Uh, it'll win. It get I like gate six better than the last couple of gates. It gets to Brett Brebel can pick where it wants to be. Uh, it should blow these away. I don't, there's nothing else here for me to talk about. If I had to, maybe Chrysor can improve, but I don't know if it's really a horse. Uh, the Cordy kicks off with the 1900 meter hill stakes over for the at some sort of group level. I don't know, group two uh, for these stayers on their next stop. Montefilia's come up favourite again, Beaver. Uh, do you need a 10 foot barge pole to get near this? Uh, yep, 
Correct. I won't be going near it. So no, thank you. I'm going for a couple in the market. I'm actually going for Fireburn. Um, wow. Okay. Third up from a spell here. Um, now getting out to to distances it wants it wants to get out to. It's good. Some really good rate runs over sort of this sort of distance. Um, the the two thousand uh, up in Queensland. Uh, given a pretty easy time of it, first two over the fourteen hundred. I thought that was a nice enough run. Uh, finish finishing only a couple of lengths off Pericles, and then um, got well back last on the turn and uh, finished off nicely to only be four lengths behind. Think it over last start over the mile. Um, this is the distance. Uh, this could be its race. This is not a difficult race. Thought it could run well. Young Werther keeps uh, turning up now. Um, it's broken through. Um, won the last two. Running well. Going really well. Comes to Sydney. Uh, no reason it can't run a race as well. So I thought I'd just play a bit of value in this race because I can't back Monophilia, who your mile has ability. Just got, needs to show that now. Um, so I'll... Um, Thought it was just a bit in under the odds given um, it needs to do a bit more. I already Which backed. Is, you're going to tip it, I know, but no, uh, I've already backed Young Werther. Yeah, I took twenties, Young Werther. I, I don't know what you're oh, talking about. Yeah, I've. Um, I think it just brings different. I know you have to copy Lee Egan in Sydney, but I think it's it's fine, and that form is as good as this form. Uh, so, I um have got it on top because these are all essentially tied to each other one way or another, and um, going with it. From protagonist, who's now third up from gate one, that just gets a perfect sit right there. Both its runs have been really good. Uh, and like you want to see something from whom Mahal, but I, I, yeah, as, as I've already said, I'm all over it. So I don't know what's happened to me in this last six months, but young Werther on top. Uh, if I was the Montefilia team, I would be putting it away and saving it for one more campaign in winter, try and win a couple of group ones up in Queensland because I don't think it's going to win any of these top ones anymore. I think Streamer did it a few years ago and found some success. Anyway, side note, I'm available if they need me to come and run the team. Uh, the eighth is the 1,400-metre Alan Brown Stakes, uh, where I am sticking with the last start winner here in a $1.5 million race, actually. But uh, Cepheus on top, uh, lovely run, uh, went through the line well, Nash sticks, and he's going to just be in the absolute perfect spot here. From that gate, Nash won't give up the position. Be right on leaders back, and it's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, from, 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 where was I going next? Uh, a couple of odds. I think Attractable runs better than the price suggests, and Roots opened at a big price. Uh, trials have been good enough. Um, there's a few other chances here you can point to. I know I tipped Delentia to win the Epsom last week, but I don't feel this sets up quite as well at Rose Hill. I'd rather seen it over that Randwick mile. But anyway, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going Cepheus as well. Um, I wasn't so sure um, prior to last start, but uh, convinced me last start that was a that was a nice win. Um, sat perfectly, got the split, and put pay to him. Uh, one in good fashion. I think it's going to get a similar run here from gate two. It's just going to posse up behind him, trap into the race, and uh, maybe a bit too brilliant for these. Um, thought the main danger was number thirteen, Argentia. I think it's. Uh, it's going well enough. Um, not far behind Golden Mile, uh, last start, who Golden Mile acquitted itself very well in the Epsom. Um, thought that was a good run. Yeah, like the early crow. Um, wasn't far but Yeah, um, as you do. Um, and prior to that, was only a length behind 
Unos nachos. Um, so I think it's form lines for this is pretty good and $11. So I think that's juicy odds. So um, I wouldn't be letting it get under your guard. But this is a good open, uh, plenty of value in this race. Absolutely. Uh, the ninth is the Nivison for the four-year-old mares, a group three. Uh, who have you got on top here? I've gone for magic time back to Sydney. Um, I, I tipped it first up. Um, was a little bit disappointed in it, but um, it wasn't that far off them. I think coming back here now to Sydney is ideal for it. Um, and got Nash aboard. I think the Gates um, draws better than the favourite in Paracel. And I think it can run really well. I've got it on top um, from a lot of horses that are resuming. The last of my early bets at the prices was Royal Merchant. I think it's a proper horse, uh, and I thought 17 bucks was the wrong price. Uh, trials have been okay. Comes off winning a group one, a couple of group ones last prep, uh, and a little bit forgotten by the market. From Magic Time, Nash jumps on. Uh, good first up, and Paracel is going quite well as well. Made uh, Benedetta work quite hard to beat it last time out. It's got to be good form for this. Uh, I don't know where Zach Lloyd's at quite at the moment from gate 13 there. But anyway, uh, good little race. Uh, Revolutionary Miss uh, was the other one I went looking for. We're going to wrap up with a 1,300-meter benchmark 78. And I am playing around with a couple here. First is Diamond Dealer. Gets Nash on board. Uh, back from 1,400 to the shorter distance suits and uh, is going to lead the last race uh, Bjorn in the last with Nash on top at 10 bucks looks good to me from Kyobi who is a proper horse and resumed nicely behind two good horses I think they're the two key hopes uh, I'll mention the others when I get to my quaddy what do you reckon um, I've gone for Gringotts um, I think it can I think it's first start in Sydney was a decent one I think it'll be further improved from that and I think um it's ready to win now. Gate five is perfect. I think it's it's just behind the pace. I thought Diamond Dealer was a good chance as well. Um, might give them something to chase here. Uh, but Kringit's on top for me. Kobe, obviously, a horse with potential. that uh, has taken the three kilo claim here. So I've just gone for the more experienced jockey um, in Gringotts. Beauty. Uh, we're going to talk about the Rose Hill Quaddy. We're in the first leg. I'm going to go with one Numerian. Three Young Werther, six Protagonist, seven Huyamal, nine Hosier, and that'll do me. Second leg, one Cepheus, five Roots, six Bandrew, nine Attractable, 12 Waterford, 13 Argentia. Third leg, one Royal Merchant, three Parasol, five Magic Time. Uh, two Revolutionary Miss, uh, if you so choose. And we'll come home with two Kyobi, four Diamond Dealer, ten Gringotts, and eleven Portray. Uh, yeah, going wide, but I think there's some value to be had if we get a couple of those right. Uh, my best is going to be NCAP in race six, number one. Uh, it'll win that. And my value, race nine, number one Royal Merchant at the current price. Beaver, what have you found? Yep, my best bet is race five, number three, Osmosis. And my value is race seven, number 14, Fireburn. Excellent. Uh, good little two good big betting cards, actually. But uh, is there anything from up north? Yeah, got a few up north um, for us to follow. Got race one, number three, Lost in Transit. I think it can run a handy little race. Um, then we move forward. I've got... 
race five, number five, Cronenberg, uh, flying at the moment. It's going to be really hard to beat. Followed by race six, number 13, Outlawed, another I've been following and it's flying. And then one at a bit more value, race seven, number nine, Lolly Yates, going to Brisbane, um, about $6. I think it'll be hard to beat. Perfect. Uh, I don't have much else from around the country, actually. Couldn't find much at Adelaide. So that's it from us. Uh, good punning tomorrow, guys. Enjoy a cracking two cracking cards from the features there. And we'll be back next week with our midweek preview. And then we'll do it again as we preview the Everest next weekend. Take care, guys. And we'll talk soon.